0: During today's Worship Leader Toolbox podcast, we want to talk a little bit about song selections during online-only worship seasons. Hey, I'm Clint Benish, and I want to welcome you to the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast, where our mission is to equip you with ideas and resources to faithfully serve in your local church. Please take a few moments to subscribe to this podcast and give it a five-star rating and review. But for now, let's join Tim Price as we jump in today. Here in the great state of Illinois, the COVID restrictions are once again becoming tighter during this pandemic. And though the governor can't dictate worship gathering limitations, our United Methodist Tribe has asked all 800 churches in our conference to suspend all in-person worship for the month. So in many ways, here we go again. After several, several weeks of in-person gathering, a lot of outdoor services, a lot of real careful planning for indoor services since pretty much midsummer. We are back to online only, and that will last at least through the end of this year, maybe longer for our church. So here are some things that I want to try to remember as we are making song selections for worship. I'm not sure if you're in this boat, but your church may also be dealing with online only. There's a definite difference between in-person and online and online only. Part of that is just the energy that comes from other people sitting on their couch, knowing that there is a group there. Part of it's just the engagement and the clapping and the connection and the the worshiping it's just there's a difference and so as we are planning here for the next few weeks uh dating this podcast i realize but we are in the christmas season here and that sort of helps set up a little bit of framework for the type of songs that are going to be chosen but here are just three simple things that i want to try to remember here in our ministry number one in terms of song selection less overall And maybe this isn't true for everyone, but in my limited experience of participating online, there just seems to be a disconnect to some degree when the song and music portion of the worship goes back to back for a real long extended period. And so as we are choosing music, there's a chance that we just need to provide fewer songs overall to have a more effective connection with those sitting at home in their living room. And as we make that strategic choice, it's going to maybe seem like we're offering less, you know, just uh, not doing our best or, or trying to make it easier or something like that. When in reality, music has always been a tool for worship. So music is an important part of worship. It's listed through the Bible. It's very detailed in the Bible. There's a lot to it. And we all know just how you know powerful it is. But the fact is, it's still a tool trying to use worship or use music in worship to enhance the opportunity for people to connect and during this season there's a good chance if we're going to enhance connection it's going to be with less and so that's one aspect to song selection during online only seasons of ministry in your church for worship the second one is the idea of performance mindset in the first wave of this pandemic we we really chose to revert to very familiar songs mainly so that we didn't have to rehearse as much and also so that people could get a sense of normal. Over the course of the year, though, we have uh, still been throwing in the standards, but we've also shifted our mindset a bit to include more performance oriented mindset. So the songs that we're uh, doing, some of them are easily recognizable, but some of them are songs that, um, you know, might just be a song that we're only going to sing one time. It either fits with the message that day or or is just a, a song that wouldn't really be a singable congregational. So it comes off as, you know, just a performance song that may only happen once and, you know, down the road one more time somewhere or something like that. Uh, there's really a good chance that everybody in your congregation sitting at home and watching the worship service online feels like every song is a performance piece. So correct me if I'm wrong. I would love to hear from you. But do you, when you are at home participating in online worship, do you stand? near your couch or dining room table or living room and actually stand and participate in singing? Or do you stay seated and just um, watch as an observer? And, and both those are okay. And uh, you know, it's just a weird world of trying to put all this together and make it happen. But um, if it's going to be a performance mindset, then that leads us to select songs that are going to be utilizing unique arrangements or unique instrumentation or lyrics or words that are, you know, different and um, just an opportunity for people to listen in to beautiful music. It also raises a little bit of pressure of song selection to make sure that the worship team is able to prepare well and pull it off. And it also opens the door for the third aspect of song selection here, and that is new songs. Since people are mainly just listening to online worship, instead of rehashing familiar, 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 why not pull out new songs? Some of these might be strategic ones that you're going to begin to learn as a church once we're through all this and we're sitting back together in worship we'll be able to uh, have a a kind of a new uh, sense of energy from all the new songs that we now know and um and you know really the idea of selecting something new on a regular basis usually there's always been talk in worship ministry about not having too many new songs the same day or you know putting in a new song on week a and then again on week b and then skip week c and then put it back in for d so that everybody can you know really grasp a hold of it one of the beauties of of this season is since it is more um, listening type participation in worship then we have this opportunity to sing a lot of new songs if if we're as, as many as we're able to organize and learn well and be effective with and new anything new will keep your congregation on their toes it adds the extra energy needed to make online worship in the home come alive. And so as you're choosing your songs, you want to think about that. There's an attitude of sort of less overall, uh, an understanding of this performance mindset and this willingness to try new songs. Hey, if you're in ministry, just like the rest of us, you know that you send a lot of emails every single day. You want to make that job easier? We want to invite you to give Constant Contact a try. This is how we send all of our emails for our blog posts and our podcast. And the cost is based upon how many email addresses are on your list. Visit WorshipLeaderToolbox.com slash Constant Contact and get a $75 credit just for signing up. Then also in terms of song selection, how they fit into the order is important. And this is the last part of this podcast today. And that is that we found, at least in our little context, that breaking up the worship music is best if there's something in between the songs. So if everybody is sitting there in worship, the in-between things are kind of a natural organic aspect of the whole congregation serving together in worship. So there's either clapping or uh, a, a word of instruction or encouragement or exhortation, just a, just kind of a, those in-between moments that help songs mesh together. But whenever you are all at home, there seems to be a little better fit, at least for us, when we have a song and then something happens, like something else happens. So either that can be an introduction or uh, some sort of instruction or scripture or prayer or uh, video or some kind of connection so that the songs don't just butt up against each other and as we have done that we have just found that people seem to stay engaged kind of wondering what's next never quite sure what's coming up next and um and people just stay with the the worship time longer online so um without a congregation in the building we are relying on god's presence and god's spirit to uh just have you know pretty much miraculously bring the energy through the screen, into the living rooms, and into the hearts of our congregation and anybody else who is going to stumble across this thing. So I know it's not unique. I realize everybody is dealing with it, but all of a sudden we are thrust back in in our own ministry of choosing songs for the interesting puzzle of being in this all exclusively online-only world for our church. So I just want to encourage us today to think about those, and mainly encouraging myself to less overall remember the performance mindset idea new songs and strategically and intentionally fitting them in order so that it can most have the most opportunity to impact your church and invite them to worship so what are you doing and how has it been working in your church I'm praying for your ministry, praying for our whole church as we continue to march through all this and all the various ramifications of serving um, in gospel work, being the hands and feet of Christ, being the church in the truest sense of the word during this pandemic. You can take a look at this blog post at worshipleadertoolbox.com. And my name is Tim Price, and I'm so thankful that you are along with us, and I hope to see you soon. Thanks.